it is incredible the caliber of offensive line talent that is now being assembled at the University of Miami. It really is the Great Wall of Mirabal being built in Coral Gables, and we just got another one in the transfer portal. Javion Cohen, welcome to the U. You are locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I am Alex Dono, your host, University of Miami alumnus, South Florida sports radio vet and contributor to allhurricanes.com. So I'm just minding my own business in the early afternoon, watching the World Cup final, which was incredible. Congratulations, Argentina. And then as I'm watching the game, I see the news drop that Javion Cohen, fresh off an official visit to the U, has verbally committed from the transfer portal to the University of Miami. We've talked about this player a lot he has started 25 of the last 27 games at left guard for the Crimson Tide. 11 starts this season for an Alabama O-line that only gave up 12 sacks in the regular season. Uh, Javion Cohen in 1,600 snaps at Bama didn't allow a single sack. He is rated as the number one offensive lineman and number eight overall player in the transfer portal and he's a cane. And this is looking like one of the greatest collections of talent on any offensive line in the country being built. Speaking of collecting talent, our guest in this one is a talent in his own right. It's been a little while since we've had Brad Tejeda on, who does an awesome job. Kane's insight. He's been a great friend of the program really since we started this show back last spring. Brad, how you doing, man? Brother, how's it going, man? Dude, what what a World Cup uh, for Argentina and uh, the GOAT, Lionel Messi. Um, that was an extraordinary World Cup final, one of the best soccer matches I've ever seen. But, I mean, you you mentioned an addition to the offensive line of the Great Wall, Maribel, man. Uh, the good news continues, and I, and I don't think we're done yet, man. And it's, it's one heck of a journey, you know, after the football season we watched. And now uh, being able to see the collective talent that we're getting together, it's, it's going to be a fun one next season. Well, and Javion Cohen seems to absolutely be the real deal. And so one of the questions that I get about Cohen all the time, Brad, is why is he even transferring? Like he's doing so well at Bama at a big, you know, powerhouse program like that. Why is he even in the portal? And I don't know, man, if you have a better answer than me, my best answers usually are, uh, I think he might be looking for a change of scenery. And I also wonder if he might be looking to play tackle where at Alabama he was playing guard. Do you have anything to add as to why JV on Cohen may have decided to leave Bama in the first place? No, I mean, what, when you mentioned JV on Cohen, I mean, obviously, you know, the, the off the field stuff that you were talking about could possibly be, you know, something. But when you look at the transfer portal, especially this year, there have been quite a few names just from Alabama alone that has hit the transfer portal. So, it's not necessarily a concern of Javion Cohen in particular, but there could be some stuff going on in Alabama where just a lot of great talent, you know, is leaving that program. I mean, just at the wide receiver room alone, you had three to four guys hit the portal. Um, so that's something to look out for. It could be, you know, Nick Saban might be on his last leg here in the next couple of years. So who knows? But I think at the end of the day, when you look at Javion Cohen, I mean, you're talking about a guy like you mentioned, 1,600 snaps according to Pete. Uh, PFF rankings with zero sacks allowed. I mean, that's better than any offensive lineman we have on this team right now. And yeah. when you look at the when you look at the size and the measurables of what the offensive line is going to look like starting next year, I mean, you're talking about 
a guy in Tommy Kinsler who's 6'6", 300 pounds, Frankie Tunnelo, 6'5", 315 pounds, Antonio Tripp, 6'4", 300 pounds, Francis Maigoa, uh, 6'5", 330 pounds, Samson Okanola, you know, who we all are just stuffed eating pancakes right now at 6'5", <laughs> 305 pounds. And then you add Javion Cohen, 6'5", 300 pounds. Every guy on our roster as far as that offensive line that we're adding is is the the exact measurables of what Mirabal and Cristobal wants in an offensive line. This is what a SEC prototypical offensive line looks like, and it looks like we're starting to get there. And as far as uh, Javion Cohen went, this seemed pretty clear cut from the beginning that he was probably going to be a hurricane, right? Because within the first couple of days of him entering the transfer portal, all the buzz was on Miami. I didn't really feel like any other school was in it for him. Did you feel the same way? Yeah, I mean, with, with a guy like Javion Cohen, he is he's entering the transfer portal and he's looking to play somewhere for, you know, just one more year. And when you think about something like that, you need to make sure that the place that you're going to has development and has the coaching that will allow you to get to that next level very quickly. And then also the immediate playing time and all those things hit the Miami hurricanes right on the head. When you got Mary ball and crystal ball as your, as your offensive line coach and head coach, that's already a huge plus. And then when you talk about the atmosphere, the culture, and what just the city of Miami and Coral Gables brings to the table, I mean, Javion Cohen, he had a little bit of a, you know, company on his official visit. He had his girlfriend, you know, who, who also came on his visit, and I believe she's going to be going to the University of Miami to study uh, Miami law as well. So, you know, having, having the girlfriend around, loving the Miami vibe, you know, that, that goes a long way as well. And then, of course, you know, before this weekend official visit, they also had an in-home visit earlier in the week that went very well. Um, so, I mean, it, it just seems like Mario Cristobal and the staff, this is their spot. This is their home right here. Recruiting is what they do, and it seems like every single player that either gets an in-home visit or visits Coral Gables in this time of the year, it seems like they're going to be a Miami Hurricane. And just to clarify something, because I, I think I know what Brad meant there. You, you mentioned coming to a place to play for one year. He does have two years of eligibility left, but I imagine you're saying, you know, in, in his mind, he could be one year away from the NFL. Absolutely. Yeah, he has two yeah. years of eligibility, but from everything I've been told, he's trying to make this a big year for him and, and kind of go to that next level. Very, very well said. Um, so a a kind of a, a surprise official visitor over the weekend at Miami because I had been told this guy probably wasn't coming last weekend and he actually canceled a trip out to Colorado to see Coach Prime to, you know, to stay at the crib instead and visit Miami. But he's a Penn State commit. Miami needs more safeties, though. And Conrad Hussey, four star out of St. Thomas Aquinas, is one of the absolute best available in this class. Um, any buzz and feedback, Brad, about that Hussey visit? I saw some of the photo ops that he had at the U. Do you think Miami has a decent shot here? Yeah, I mean, with Conrad Hussey, Penn State commit currently, you know, coming out of St. Thomas Aquinas, backyard of, you know, South Florida as well. This is a young man that, you know, Miami Hurricanes have been high on for a very long time now. This is, you know, when you talk about recruiting, the other R word is relationships, and Miami has continued that relationship all throughout the recruitment process, which has helped them get to this spot right now. And, you know, we kind of saw earlier in the week, you know, a surprise potential visit. Anthony Hill got shut down very quickly when those things got leaked. And this was another name that, you know, I knew for a while now that was probably going to visit the University of Miami. And it, it seemed like everyone did a good job of keeping it under wraps. 
And uh, unfortunately, uh, a current Miami Hurricane commit of Antoine Jackson, you know, posting that that uh, picture on Instagram was probably the only thing that was going to be able to get that news out. But when it did, I mean, it seems like everything went well. Again, like I mentioned, anybody that visits Miami at this time of the year, it, you're going to get nothing but great feedback. And Conrad Hussey is a name where, you know, the talent is through the roof. He's he's a playmaker. He does it all. He's you know, he's got a similar aspect to someone like Cam Kitchens, as we know. You know, first team all uh, all American. You know, for the University of Miami Hurricanes as a sophomore, Conrad Hussey has a little bit of those intangibles that he could bring to the table. And as you mentioned, we need safeties. Um, and there's only about one or two safety targets that the Miami Hurricanes are going after left in this 2023 class. Um, that would be Conrad Hussey and also Derek Williams um, out of Louisiana as well. That's another name to watch. But I think Miami is going to kind of decide between those two who wants to be a Miami Hurricane. And then, you know, by any means, they're going to hit that transfer portal later on as well and probably get another solidified um, safety that can bring something to the table. But I would look for Conrad Hussey or Derek Williams, one of the two, to be a Miami Hurricane. Um, I think the only problem with someone like Conrad Hussey that they're dealing with right now is they he does have a family member on the staff. So that kind of brings a little twists and turns to the table as far as the NCAA violations. So they're trying to work around that right now. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, they're going to do everything they can to make Conrad Hussey a Miami Hurricane. That's great info. And it's the type of insight we get here from Brad Tejeda. We have a lot more to talk about, guys. We still need to talk about players like Damari Brown, Edwin Joseph, Mark freaking Fletcher. We have to talk about him. It's a battle with Florida. Can Mario stuff Billy into the locker yet again? Transfer portal guys like Damari, uh, sorry, Devante Brown, who's Damari's brother, to Mise Adele, who just had a visit last week. Thomas Gore, Dante Thornton. We need more outside wide receivers as well. So you want to keep it locked right here to Locked on Canes. And folks, if you've got a small business and you're looking for the right people to hire, look no further than LinkedIn Jobs. And guys, LinkedIn Jobs offers amazing services for free because these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. So that's why you need to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free, guys. You post your job with the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile. You spread the word that you're hiring. People will see it. Believe me, I've found jobs through LinkedIn Jobs before. Simple tools then like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and ultimately hire. Small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen. Available free wherever you get your podcasts. Alex Dono alongside our special guest, good friend of the program, Brad Tejeda, Canes Insight. Uh, Brad, Mark Fletcher, that every everyone, whether you're a Gator fan or a Hurricane fan, everyone's buzzing about Fletcher, who has been favored to Florida in recent weeks. He just took, or he's probably still taking, an official visit to Miami because I think it's bleeding into Sunday. Um, you know, I, I I said it on our episode yesterday, Florida is the team to beat here, but I, I see and hear growing confidence from the Miami side. Do you think that growing confidence is justified? What do you think happens with Mark Fletcher, the four-star running back out of Heritage? You know, when you talk to uh, either players on the team,
team staff members or just, you know, other recruits that have already been locked in, the, the name Mark Fletcher, whenever you, you mention that name, there's almost like a smirk or a nice smile that, that kind of becomes hidden. And, you know, we talk about that word relationships. And again, this is a young man that Miami has continued to build that relationship from the jump. Even when Mark Fletcher was fully locked in and committed to the Ohio State Buckeyes, he made it very well known in all of his interviews uh, talking about Miami, how much Mario Cristobal has communicated with him on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis, not just about football, but about life. Um, And when you talk about life in the University of Miami Hurricanes, Mark Fletcher knows all about the U. I mean, this is a, a young man who grew up being a Miami Hurricane fan. His family is big-time Miami Hurricane fans. And, you know, him coming off that visit to the University of Florida, there was a lot of smoke coming out of Gainesville. But like we've seen in the last couple weeks, you know, every recruit that Miami has gone after that visits Florida, it seems like Florida gets a little bit ahead of themselves thinking that they locked them up. And sure enough, you know, whether it's pancakes, syrup, or Mark Fletcher, you know, those are the type of players that you're going to need at the Miami Hurricanes football teams in order to get back to the best that they can be um but yeah man last visit being with the university of miami that's also great stuff for us and i think at the end of the day if you could lock in you know not only mark fletcher but a damari brown and his brother Devonte brown you're starting to build another high school pipeline you know not just img or miami central but now american heritage looks like it could be a, a front row seat as well so real quick on, on Fletcher, because you're actually you're in Gainesville, so you're in enemy territory. Um, I, I speak to some folks up there uh, in addition to Brad and, you know, coming out of, you know, Fletcher had the unofficial visit, which he decommitted from Ohio State right after that. Talking about his unofficial visit to Florida back in November. He just had the official visit a little over a week ago. And from those that I talked to who cover Gator recruiting, the I think the feeling from the Gator staff was they were kind of counting him like a silent commit, like they really thought, oh, this is happening. But I think they felt the same way about some others in the past, including Cormani McLean and Samson Okunlola. Do you think, Brad, any of that uh, confidence or, or overconfidence in Gainesville, is that starting to wane a little bit here? Oh, 100 percent. I think um, the confidence is, is definitely melting down. If you go to, you know, the Gator boards right now, they're they're throwing out two million, 20 million. I mean, at, the, <laughs> at this rate, you know, this recruiting class, John Ruiz alone has paid about 100 million, according to a UF <laughs> fan base. But I mean, anytime I mean, when, when you talk about recruiting, though, right, I mean, the the, the motto is follow the visits. Right. And when you have yeah. a guy like Mark Fletcher, who decommits from Ohio State, takes an unofficial visit to Gainesville and then an official visit. You know, any team should be, you know, quite, you know, pretty, pretty impactful to think that they're going to land that guy. I think the key in the matter was is after that visit, they try to lock him down and say, hey, if you don't want to commit to us right away, we're good with that. But just don't take that Miami visit. Well, unfortunately, he took that Miami visit. And when you get Mario Cristobal, the last swing at bat, it's not going to be a good sign for anyone in college football. And I mean, even the Georgia boards can tell you there's one thing you don't want to do, and that's you don't want to battle against the Miami Hurricanes for a recruit right now. And uh, I think that that seems to be the case for a lot of these kids. Yeah, well said. Uh, you mentioned the Brown brothers. Uh, Miami is strongly trending for Devontae Brown, the older brother who's in the transfer portal, who was a starter at cornerback for UCF and seems like a very productive player. You know, uh, you could argue that the bigger prize, though, is Damari Brown, the younger brother coming out of American Heritage, who's a four star 
Damari has been trending towards Alabama, even though Devontae is now trending towards Miami. Do you think Miami could end up even landing both, or is it going to be one or the other? You know, I, uh, his older brother, Devontae, did come out and say in a, in a recent interview that, you know, as much as they would like to play together, there is, you know, a possibility of them going their separate ways. At the end of the day, it's all about, you know, what is best for him. Um, and I think when you talk about Devontae Brown, he's got two years of eligibility. He's going to want to go to a program where he can make an immediate impact and play right away. And the two schools that come to mind is Florida State and Miami with that battle. And it seems like Miami has done a very good job, whether it was the home in-home visit on Thursday earlier in the week or the official visit this weekend with his brother Damari. Um, it seems like Miami Hurricanes are trending in a very good direction to land Devontae Brown. And then when it comes to Damari Brown, you know, like you mentioned, it's either Alabama or Miami at the moment. He went to Florida State to see what the public's birthday cakes tasted like, um, <laughs> you know. But I, I think I think when you look at it, man, all the measurables and intangibles that a kid like Damari Brown has is exactly what DeMarcus Van Dyke and Kota Dye is looking for to add to this roster. Um, and I think, again, I think Damari Brown is in a very good position to possibly join his brother to be a Miami Hurricane. Um, he, and he faced, you know, Miami Hurricane recent commit Ruben Bain in the state title game just a few days ago. Um, and I know Ruben Bain was in his ear um, along with Mark Fletcher as well. So I think at the end of the day, this could possibly be, you know, the first package deal um, that ends up coming to fruition. And uh, this will be the third set of brothers um, going to the University of Miami, um, possibly with with. The Magoa brothers seems like yeah. Francisco is trending in the right direction. And then you got the Washington brothers as well. You add the Brown brothers and uh, you got you got Mario. Right. So all you need is the brothers. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, another player I wanted to ask you about in recruiting, uh, you know, Miami, Miami has gone full speed ahead with this player over the last few weeks. They had cooled down on him a lot during the season, but Edwin Joseph has emerged as a big target. It, it almost felt like months ago that Miami was going to kind of let him gravitate towards Florida state, but now they're, they're right back in it. Uh, you know, who would you say is the favorite for Edwin Joseph? Is it Florida state or Miami for the four-star defensive back out of Chaminade? I think they both have a really legitimate shot to land Edwin Joseph. Again, talking about relationships, this is a young man that Miami has stayed in contact with uh, from the beginning. Um, they circled back on him um, in the last few weeks to put some more pressure on him. I believe, you know, the staff went in on a on a visit on Friday night just to visit his parents while yes. he traveled yeah. to Las Vegas uh, for that game against Bishop Gorman that they got absolutely blown out. Uh, by unfortunately but I think Edwin Joseph that's going to be you know a talented young man that can play both sides of the football field he's listed as an athlete but he has all the ball skills to kind of go up and get the ball and track it down whether it's at wide receiver cornerback nickel safety um, and I think early on when Miami uh, was putting a little bit of pressure on Edwin Joseph they were still tight in numbers to try to figure out hey, let's let's make sure we get these big fish locked down and then kind of play the number game and see where we're at. And uh, currently it looks like Miami could be losing a, uh, a commitment here very shortly um, at one of the yeah. position groups. And if we do indeed uh, lose a decommit, um, all it does is open a spot for someone like Edwin Joseph to take that spot. So I think Miami's in a very good spot where they're kind of in, in control in the driver's seat to, to see what they want to do to lock it down. 
Um, I think at the end of the day, it's going to be between Florida State, Miami, Edwin Joseph, and I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up being a king. Now, at the time uh, we're having this conversation, you, you just referenced something with a potential decommit. It has not happened yet at this time. We're kind of on watch for it. So depending on what time you guys watch the episode, it may have happened already. Um, I just I just want to throw a stab at this one. Are, are you are you referring to Reed McKeska? Because I saw that McKeska made a, an official visit over the weekend to South Carolina, and I've been concerned about this one. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's going to be really tough to lock down three really good tight ends in a recruiting class. And with Reed McKeska just coming off the official visit to South Carolina, um, it seems to be trending that way that Reed McKeska may indeed end up being um, as South Carolina. Um, and I, I mean, I wish him the best. If he ends up staying in Miami Hurricane, great. If not, best wishes. But I think at the end of the day, yeah. you want guys that want to be Miami Hurricanes. And uh, if that opens up a door for someone else like Edwin Joseph or another 2023 recruit that we're going after, uh, I'm all for it. Yeah, so we'll, we'll keep our eyes on this one. I still I still hope it doesn't happen because I hate to lose anybody. Uh, but I just I wanted to make sure we threw that out there because I know what's going to happen. If someone hears us mention it and not get more specific, they're going to jump all over us, Brad. So I just wanted to throw that out there because he did he did take a, a visit this weekend. But there's a few names in the transfer portal I want to get Brad's take on. So make sure you keep it locked right here to Locked on Canes. And guys, make sure you are taking advantage of the great services available at Bet Online. They're helping you make money. That's the bottom line. Bet Online is your number one source for all your sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from pro football to college bowl season to basketball and World Cup. Yeah, we've got it all at Bet Online. If you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at Bet Online as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Alex Dono alongside Brad Tejeda, canesinsight.com. Uh, so, Brad, um, let me see. Tumise Adele had a recent visit. Who's one of the uh, one of the top defensive players in the transfer portal? I think he's the fifth rated defensive player in the portal right now. Texas A and M edge rusher. Um, sounds like he had a very productive visit late in the week, and he had a great time with Jason Taylor. I mean, if there, there's a guy you can learn from as an edge rusher, Hall of Famer is not a bad way to start there. What's the buzz on him right now? Yeah, his uh, his official visit, I believe, started uh, earlier in the week on Wednesday night. And like you mentioned, Jason Taylor um, and Coach Rod as well. I mean, they have done a tremendous job, um, you know, doing all they can to get any defense alignment on campus to kind of say, hey, you can make an instant impact on this football team. And again, we talked earlier about the offensive line and the type of stature and measurables that we're going after. You're going to see the same thing on the defensive line. We're going after those big body you know, six, five, six, six guys could put their hand in the dirt, go on the edge or also go on the inside. Um, and when you look at someone like Akeem Mesidor, what he brought to the table this year, that is a, a great person to kind of say, hey, you can be the next Mesidor. You can line up outside, you can line up inside. And if you are able to do all these things, sky's the limit for you on this football team. And, I, you know, I don't think he's the only one as far as in the trenches that we're going after in the transfer portal. I know I just said, hey, measurable stature right well there's a couple exceptions you know we had a guy like Reuben Bain who as anyone in South Florida knows this is one of the best high school football players in the nation but when you turn on you know when you turn on the TV and you don't see him do anything you're just like oh this is you know six two you know average looking player 
in the defensive line, how is he going to look in college football? Well, the talent says it all. And another guy that I want to bring up is Thomas Gore out of Georgia State. Um, this is another transfer portal guy um, that is currently on Miami's campus right now for an official visit. Um, and this is a productive interior guy. When you talk about rankings in the transfer portal, he's at a, almost the top of everyone's list. Um, and the talent is through the roof, but the size and measurables, again, isn't what you would ideally think um, at a defensive line target. But again, you got to make exceptions for great talent. And Thomas scores at the top of the list. And if I had to put, you know, a crystal ball or just confidence score on the next transfer portal guy that could potentially be a Miami Hurricane, I would say Thomas Gore is at the top of the list. Oh, I love it. All right. So we, we got the commitment this morning from Javion Cohen. Welcome to the U on the O-line. Maybe Thomas Gore might be next for the defensive line. We will see. Can't thank you enough, Brad Tejeda. Make sure you follow him on Twitter at Tejeda Brad. He's a friend of the show, so show him some love. Brad, I can't thank you enough, man. We'll talk again soon. I, I try to try to keep your calendar as open as possible next week because it's just going to be craziness next week. And if I could get you on at some point, I'd love it. Let's do it, man. I'll, I'll be locked in on Locked On. Uh, that's perfect. All right, we'll talk to you guys again tomorrow on another episode of Locked On Canes, part of the awesome Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.